broken window garden. Broken window garden. Live improvised. Live improvised. Sound clips live. <laughs> Good afternoon. It's Saturday, February 26th, 2023, 1.34 p.m. You're listening to The Broken Window Garden. Let's get started. You know, you need to find someone that can let go, that makes you want to rip off your shirt and show grief your fucking tits and say, you know what? Let's go. becoming erotically uh, turned on uh, by the leaves okay? and the, the, uh, the chloroplasts and the mitochondria and the animals and the plants and the oh my, right? It seems like it was, it was um, generative in every, fi- every little fiber of, of, and it was becoming wet. And I remember telling that story in my consciousness raising group, right? And I'm going to, again, do a cartoon version. You're supposed to tell stories in your consciousness-raising group. The, the genre is to tell stories of being held back by prejudice or sexually abused or uh, something, you know. The genre was more one of witnessing the violation and then affirming power. It was kind of a narrative um, structure of part of consciousness-raising group practice. I, I, that's a cartoon version, but... But I was telling a very different kind of story. It wasn't about having been oppressed by science. It wasn't about. It was about becoming with and the excitement of being uh, of being a female animal. This world that was both human and not human was technological and organic, and all of these things, and feeling that that was the kind of witnessing. Uh, that uh, that is feminist. That is one of the threads of feminist practice. Uh, and you know, my you know companions, my human companions, in that were sort of um, bewildered at first. Not ultimately, because we were you know. I was signed up to do a focus group, which you know I do sometimes, and. I come into the facility and everyone has to change into these sort of like pajama-like outfits. And there's people of all different ages, like kids, all different ages, all different races. Everyone's kind of like sitting on the floor in this big room. And um, this part's a little bit fuzzy to me, but people were getting 
like electrodes hooked up to them and being placed in kind of like hospital beds for observation, I guess, whatever they were researching. But then here comes the crate. I mean, that was just like chaos and like all kinds of weird stuff. But here comes the crazy part of the dream. So then I go into this next room and they hook up electrodes and whatever and they say, okay, here's your bed. And I lay down on the bed and then they have this man who's also sleeping in the same bed as me. And then we say to them, like, well, what are we supposed to do in the bed? And they were like, sleep. We're going to monitor you when you sleep. We're like, okay. So we're just laying there. And then all of a sudden this guy who was like very cute in the dream, but like seemed a little sketchy also. He was like one of those guys who had like lots of silver rings on. <laughs> I don't know why I remember this stuff. He starts like snuggling me and like, but like in a very sexual way. Um, and so I like don't want to engage, but cause he's a stranger. But then it's also like starting to feel good. So I'm like pretending that I'm ignoring him, but just <laughs> like letting him sort of like feel me up and just like grind on me a little bit. And then it becomes this crazy thing where then this woman gets into bed with us as well. She, she sort of starts like touching me and looking at me and then I'm like okay and then the guy starts to get a little bit jealous because she's not interested in him at all and he was like like why were you rebuffing me but it's okay with her it was just so bizarre it was so strange it was like like an awakening of desire kind of dream so all this like weird sexy time in this very sterile um, environment and then eventually I fall asleep and I wake up and there's nobody there. There's nobody in the bed next to me anymore. The dude is gone, the chick is gone, all of the technicians are gone. I'm completely alone. So, oh, but what I was saying before is like, when I woke up, like all that like sexy time feeling stuff was, was still there. Um, anyway, so I wake up and I'm totally alone. And then I start to panic in the dream. And I get out of the bed and have all this equipment attached to me still. And I'm walking around and I'm like half naked, but like not fully dressed. And I can't find anyone. It's like the whole entire operation has disappeared since I fell asleep. And so I'm wandering around trying to find someone to unhook me and figure out what's going on. And I open a door and then I'm in this fucking mall. I end up in this mall in this like weird uniform, like half dressed thing with equipment hanging off and getting really scared because I don't know what's happening. And then I run into some woman who kind of looks like a very old Maggie Post. I don't know if you remember that actress. She was on. She's on night court. I don't know. Anyway, she comes up to me like she knows me. She's like, how are you? It's so terrible. She's like, I can help you find the place. And so she asked me to through this huge mall that has like fried chicken and like massage things. And anyway, she's escorting me through this whole place. She finally gets me back to the place where I can get unhooked. 
and I see that they weren't actually monitoring us dreaming. It was like a whole sexual thing from the start. They were monitoring our sexual responses to like everything that was going on. And right when I was about to like figure the whole thing out, I woke up. <laughs> I woke up like confused and um, it was weird, and I left out a lot of details for your own, for your own sake, but, um, I guess given my night and the weed that I smoked, maybe it's not unusual, but, um, but now I just realized the face of the guy in the bed next to me was, is the face of this person that I've seen on Instagram. So weird. And what you don't do? Does what you do? And what you don't do? Does what you do and what you don't do. Does what you do and what you don't do. Does what you do. There's no answer to this, but how I do feel in my in, in my moments of insecurity that part of the reason, like you told me about how what you think women want. Like this is this is what's frustrating, right? They want a certain amount of patriarchy and they want a certain amount of feminism or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. for me, my frustrations during dating men is that they I feel like a lot of men have to put on like their enlightened mind or their enlightened glasses to be attracted to me. And it's because of culture. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's they are, they internalize the same garbage that I do. He's chubby, right? Or old or whatever. But also their minds have been shaped by pornography. You know what I mean? And it's like, and, and I feel like whenever I've been, and it's mostly white men, I feel this sense that they're like, okay, and they have to make like an adjustment in their mind. Okay, yeah, 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 I'm into this. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it, kind of thing. Whereas like the two men of Middle Eastern descent that I have dated in my life, like especially my former partner Ollie, who like you know was raised by like a bunch of women with really big butts, like you know what I mean, like, and he was actually his childhood was quite controlled. I don't think he really did the whole porn until much later in life. Um, the way that he was attracted to me was so pure, factual, visceral, uncomplicated. Mm -hmm. He did not have to be enlightened to be attracted to me. Do you feel like I fucking do you, do you feel like No, I actually, you were borderline not 
borderline not yeah. a white guy. You were borderline like not a white guy in that way. Borderline <laughs> not a white guy. Oh, right. It doesn't. I'm sure it doesn't fall down so neatly into those categories. It's yeah. just been my experience. Um, and having that experience then made me start to realize it more when I felt like um, when I can because the truth is. It's not anybody's fault. Like, and I appreciate that people try to be enlightened to be attracted to me, but at the same time, sex isn't an enlightened thing. It gets supposed to be this moment of animalistic desire yeah. where you let go of all that shit. Yeah. So it makes the sex nice kind of, it's just the bottom of the fucking line for everybody. And I think it's really sad. I think it's like an actual tragedy that nobody talks about. Maybe Esther, per- Esther Perel maybe talks about it. I find the whole thing fascinating. Yeah. There's something to be said for pheromones in terms of who you're attracted to. I think that that is like a true mystery in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I mean, like, there's, there's like, we yeah, still yeah. went to bed and we were like, well, we'll just be a brother and sister who satisfy each other in bed right For now. one night. <laughs> yeah. Let's, 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 let's just follow, let's just follow through. <laughs> and, and <laughs> it didn't feel like that. I, I wasn't like I wasn't like call me brother. No, no, of course. Hanging out the other night, I'm like, damn, she's attractive. Yeah. You know, she's really a fox. Yeah. Um. But like, when we kiss, it's like, hey sis, dead fish. How you doing? Yeah. Total dead fish. Yeah. Yeah. That's how human society began, according to the Bible. Really? Well, Adam and Eve had children who had to fuck each other in order for the human race to continue. Yeah, but were they brother and sister? They weren't, but their children were. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a biblical relationship. <laughs> There's Of which there are many kinds. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Just say that was the greatest love I'll ever have, and I'll never have it again. And totally dig into it, and eventually you'll probably come out the other side and realize it's not true. But maybe it's just about letting it in. What if it's true? It's it's not. It's literally impossible that it's true. But you, it seems like such a tr- fundamental belief in your body that it's yeah. true that it seems worth it to just sit there for a while and like maybe let it be true. Be like, that's it. That was it. As long as you don't stay there forever. 
space tones, charred without oil, silent earth, sealed fissures, the frigid burn of that time, traces of stars, two serious streams of light, the remnants from which lion and fox, entwined in future twilight, imploded within desire's deep gravity, dense incandescent, tail wrapped around tail,